Welcome to Hardcore Honeys, where we take our full court NBA hottest takes. And we got featuring Jade and Penny with your moderator, TJ. We will just try to keep control with these two while we go with our takes. So we'll just hop right to it with the NBA trade deadline. Um, so we got some big ones coming through. How did you how did you guys react with the trade deadline? Were you glued to the phone like I was? Or Jade, were you glued to the phone? I was watching the jump as the trade deadline got close. Um, like for the last hour of the deadline. So that's where I got my my updates in the last little bit. Awesome. Uh, other than that, I usually I use Twitter mostly. I follow Woj. Well, Woj is the one to go to. Uh, right. Penny, were, were you able to follow it? Well, I was able to follow it on Twitter as soon as that Iggy news came came on. That was awful. Where <laughs> where did you hear that Iggy trade first, or like um, which source? From Twitter, probably. Was it Woj? I'm not sure. I don't remember right now, but I know I saw it on Twitter. Twitter first. Yeah, that was Twitter was my first thing, too. And I was in Mexico and I was getting all that stuff freaking out. Um, so with that trade, we got Miami um, getting rid of De- Dion Waiters, because I'm sure you really wanted him. Oh, yeah. He was a waste of time and money. Yeah. So Justin <laughs> Winslow and James Johnson to the Grizzlies for Iggy. And then my Timberwolves then joined in, um, and we traded for um, Johnson and then for um, our center, Gorgie Jane. So, and then what was, what was the continuation with the deal with Iggy? Did they, uh, Penny, was there some kind of extension? Yeah, two-year yeah. extension, uh, 30 million. Which 30 is- million. Which is not good. He's not worth $30 million at all. So much money. <laughs> My goodness. I don't understand. He's filthy rich and is not even going to play mu- that much. What about playoff time, though? Are um, they just saving well, him they, then? Yeah, they're going to need him on defense for sure. That's all he can do now. He can't do much on offense at this age. And I don't see him being worth $30 million in defense for the next two years. Yeah. I don't know what Pat Riley was thinking, but hey. The thing that jumped out to me about that trade, too, is like like my Raptors, Miami has kind of a special culture. And a guy that would sit out half the season for his team just because he doesn't want to play doesn't seem to fit Miami's culture to me. At all. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, at least Jimmy Butler played with the Timberwolves, even though he didn't want to. At least he Same did. in Philly. Yeah. Like, he still played. Now you're getting Iguodala, where I'm on a bad team. I don't want to play anymore. Ugh, that bothers me. Like, I never really felt one way or the other about Iguodala before. I certainly feel a, a kind of way about him now. That yeah. ruins him for me. Definitely. I I always thought I saw him as a good guy, like good person on the on uh, basketball wise. Mm-hmm. But now with this like attitude that he has. Yeah. 
Yeah, I can't get behind that. I never thought he had that much of an attitude. And then next thing you know, he comes there, or he goes to Memphis, and he flips the script on me, just like that. It's such a diva move, too. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, he doesn't need basketball. That's what I'm thinking. He's I mean, like set interesting. He said he's like set he's setting himself for retirement. That's the way I'm seeing it. I you know what? I hadn't thought about it that way, but that totally makes sense. Yeah. Somebody who loves basketball and who needs basketball in their life, they're playing regardless of right. the team they happen to be on. Like you can make known that you don't want to play for a team and still suit up and, and go out. Like look at Kevin Love. Yeah. yeah. It's a good comparison. We'll have to get back to Kevin Love in a little bit because he's got something involved with some other stuff. Um, but and also that huge twelve-player trade that with for with that involved primarily Clint Capella. Um, so the trade was Clint Capella to the Atlanta Hawks, and uh, they uh, the Denver Nuggets traded off Malik Beasley. And Juan Hernan Gomez to the Timberwolves. And Robert Covington was traded over to, to Houston. Houston. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we also got, Timberwolves got Evan Turner, which we're waving him. And then we also got D- Denver's Jared Vanderbilt. Um, do you guys like that giant trade? Do you think it's going to help? Um, we'll just start off. Do you think it's how it's going to help Atlanta, Jade? I look at this trade and I'm just kind of like, this was a seemed like so much movement for very little anything. <laughs> um, I think Clint Capella can definitely help the Hawks, and goodness knows they need the help. Um, did they wave Nene? I'm I'm thinking they're on that route for it. Yeah, cause, yeah. yeah Nene is involved. Um, I think he's going to be another one of those players where he's going to be saved to playoff time. But where do you think he might get waived to? I I feel like I read something that maybe he was going to get waived, but I can't remember for sure. I I've always liked him. Um, oh, I've always been a fan of him. I I would have to say the Hawks. I mean, so many of the other names in this trade is like, who? <laughs> Why? <laughs> and Nene... Go ahead. No, Nene was with the Rockets, right? Yeah, he was with the yeah. Rockets. He was Yeah, I don't I don't see him in the yeah. roster. Yeah, he was he was back a bench with everything. Yeah. Um Which do you think Clint Capello's fitting that team's needs right now? Uh, Penny? Yeah, he could definitely help that team. Is it a right away thing, or are they already they are they knocked out for the playoffs? Because they're, they're hovering around that. Do you think he could help that team turn around? Uh, most definitely, but not in the playoffs. Not he could help the- them out next year for sure. Next year? Do you yeah. see then uh, see them making the playoffs then? For yeah. next year, or are they still going to miss it? Yeah, they're still going to miss it. I don't mm. see any much improvement. And, okay. So, then next... It would have to be a lot of improvement for them. And, like, 
I think it's just as likely that he's a piece that they picked up that they're going to turn around in the off season. Turn around and just flip it. Okay. Yeah. And I like, I don't know. I think part of the Hawks problem is they don't have an identity much like the Knicks. Like they're moving pieces around, but are they picking up pieces with a purpose or just for the sake of picking up pieces? Well, at least Atlanta's got young. New York, who knows with them? Yeah, but when you think when I think about young, I also think about Booker out in Phoenix, and it's kind of the same thing. Like, yeah, they've got a player that puts up the points, but what are they doing around him? Like, is there an intent? Like, do they have a plan? What are they doing? Good question. Which Booker made the All Star um, team now? Yes, that which that, is awesome. Which good for him? Yep. It was some that, I mean, I'm bummed out that Damien Lillard won't be in there because right. I'm excited for that. But, but oh, I'm I happy for that. Booker. I'm happy for Booker. Yeah, I think if Trey Young was in, Booker definitely deserved to be in. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a definite. Well, wasn't Trey voted in as a starter, though? Yeah, but still, like, that to me says that the starting stuff needs to be changed, too. Okay, yeah, that that system needs to be rearranged, and I think everyone kind of agrees with that. Yeah. Um, also, with the Rockets trading away like all their big guys, they get Robert Covington coming in at six seven. Jade, what is yeah. their plan with this short lineup? What is it? Going I wish I had an answer for that. I don't know. I don't know what they're thinking. Like. I've seen them compared to that Warriors team, the small ball Warriors team, but they don't have the talent the Warriors had. They had a defensive player of the year in green. so Also that. So, like, I don't know. Like, I don't, Houston is, is one of those middle-of-the-road teams for me where they're going to have a solid regular season record. They're going to make the playoffs, and they might get to the second round. Yeah, like exactly. that move to me doesn't move them in a direction. It just makes them really small. Yeah. Do you think um, PJ Tucker can hold down the fort at the center, or is six five too small? He's too small, and I love me some PJ Tucker. He was a fan favorite when he was in Toronto. He works hard. Like oh, he's the kind of guy you want on your roster. But yeah, you can't teach height. Sadly. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. Six inches taller. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, do you, Penny, where do you see them? Since Jade mentions the playoff positioning, where do you see um, Houston end up? Considering they used to be such a top dog for so long, and now they are, I think, overrated. Would you say overrated, Penny? Definitely overrated. They're not going to pass the first round with this right. lineup. How, how are they gonna how are they gonna pass the Lakers with those twin towers? Mm-hmm. They can't. Or even you mentioned the first round. Like if the playoffs started today, they're playing the Jazz. Who's gonna match up against Rudy Gobert? Nobody. I don't see anybody here in their roster matching up. No, that that was a trade that I'm. They really rely on that D'Antoni system, which great regular like regular season teams, mm-hmm. but. He's only gotten the Western Conference Finals and nothing more. I, uh, 
I get that he's a good coach, but I've never liked his style. Yeah, neither did I. Yeah. They need to change the whole team. They yeah. Just need, they need just to trade everybody because it's not working, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> it's not been working for years. Yeah, after that Western Conference Finals year with Harden and Paul, Chris Paul, it's just kind of gone downhill since. Yeah. Mm. I think they should move on from James Harden. He's abs- he's doing great regular season uh, um, points and everything else, but they're not advancing with him. Really? So then, Penny, where do you expect? Where do you? Where would you want to see him go then? To personally, I don't like the guy, but <laughs> but basketball wise, um, I'm not sure. I was literally going to say I wouldn't wish James Harden on anyone. <laughs> where would he, the question is, where would he fit well? And I feel like a D'Antoni team is really the only answer to that. Yep. But he hasn't done much with, with the but system. But that's because the entire thing is flawed. It's yeah. not because he's not working the system properly. It's because the yeah. system is flawed. Yeah. I don't, exactly. but it's not working. So they they need to change something. And I think it's if they need to, they gotta blow up the team, get rid of D'Antoni. <laughs> get rid of everybody. Just start friends. Have him being the second in command assistant coach. Honestly, I think that would be if I was running the Rockets, like if I got hired today, that would be my first step is to try a, a different coach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And just to see, because there's been no experimentation of what can we do with a different play style. Yeah, they are one trick pony. Yeah, and that was the process that the Raptors started on that eventually got them to the championship. Even before Nick Nurse, there was the there was the understanding from above to Dwayne Casey that our play style needs to change, and they did that. Mm-hmm. They they did ch- yeah because. Either D'Antoni's been great or he's been a complete letdown. Because I remember he's done high-profile uh, teams. Lakers, mm-hmm. he made the Suns big time. Mm-hmm. He did the Knicks, which any if you touch the Knicks, your career is going to go on a, maybe not on a de- decline, but it's going to go pretty shaky for the rest of your time. Well, and he got screwed over with the Knicks, too. Yeah. Everybody does. Right? <laughs> like... <laughs> That's the one place where I don't blame him because a lot of stuff happened when he was there that he didn't want to happen and the organization never has the backs of their coaches. Right. Front office doesn't trust each other as long as James Dolan's around. No. Which then, speaking of the Knicks, um, where do they go, Penny? Nowhere with that owner. They're never going to go anywhere. You think they're going to be able to rebound uh, from anything? No, I don't. I don't see it. They have to change the 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 ownership. Otherwise, it's going to be the same thing year after year. Nothing's going to change. I mean, twenty years now. Yeah. Right. It's been twenty years since Dolan took over the Knicks, and it's they made like you need more price. evidence than that. <laughs> He's like the opposite of Mark Cuban. Yeah. He's the polar, polar opposite to the Cuban. Yeah. yeah. I was laughing about it because they hired someone 
that they're comparing to what Drake does with the Raptors. Right. Who's talking about, oh, we need to rebrand the Knicks. And I'm like, what the F do you think rebranding is going to do for you? <laughs> like, does rebranding does nothing if you're not changing the, the people in their positions internally. And by people, I 100% mean one person. Oh, yeah. Who's the one person they can't change. Right. That's the, that's the unfortunate part. Can't change that. But. Well, right. I didn't know. I didn't know Gibson was on the on the Knicks. Wow. Yeah, they had like okay. four power forwards. They do. Bobby Port, uh, Bobby Portis. Yeah, that's the, yeah. Bobby Portis. He was there, and then uh, one of the Morris brothers, and then they signed Julius Randall, and then uh-huh. they signed Taj Gibson, and I was like, "What is your end game plan with this?" Right. Like, what? There's no plan. It's just, oh, we can get that. And you know what? If you really think about it, that's how trades have gone the entire time Dolan's been there. Mm-hmm. Oh, that person's available? Let's try them out. Oh, that person's available? Yeah, let's give that one a try. Oh, that person's available that we didn't draft? Maybe we should try them out now. <laughs> okay, hear me out with this trade, you both you. Or scenario. Houston blows up, and Harden goes to the Knicks. Jade, what does that do? Does that do anything for the franchise? If they play similar to the way Houston plays and just lets Harden get all the points, I think they'd be a better regular season team. Kind of a Carmelo thing? Yeah. Okay, okay. And I mean, Harden doesn't come with the attitude problems Melo had when he was there. That's true. That is true. I see them as two divas. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, both were. I think they're different kinds of divas, though. Oh, there's levels to divas. I didn't know that. There's there's types. <laughs> there's different types. Like some people are divas because they have what it takes to back it up. Right. Gina. Right. Like LeBron's a bit of a diva. Right, yeah, but he's a good diva. If there's right? such thing, so like yeah. there's different. Whereas Melo was was a bit toxic when he was with the Knicks, and it's part of the reason it took him so long to get signed anywhere before Portland yeah. picked him up. Yeah, because he it humbled... was never about his ability to score. He was always yeah. going to be able to do that. Yeah, he humbled he humbled humbled himself. So that's what changed. Yeah. Now. Yep, that makes you're right. Penny with that. He's humbled himself now. Yeah. He's just a guy there to get buckets. And I think he's I don't know how many games you guys watched in Portland, but I've been real interested with them lately. And he's really found his role. I'm yeah. there to score and I'm there to rebound. And he's been doing both efficiently for the most part. So that makes me happy. He understands his role in the NBA right now. Yeah. It took him a long time though, it, but, he, it, it, but he's finally there. Yep, and he's doing it great, so. Okay, well, swing back to the trades, flying off there. So, my favorite trade, and I think you guys already know it's coming with Uh-oh, this one. Oh, it's coming, it's coming. <laughs> Andrew I'm surprised Wiggins. it took this long. <laughs> I, I, had to, I had to wait. I wanted to give everyone else with this. But, okay, so trade <laughs> Andrew Wiggins and a 2020 round, first round pick. Top three is protected, though. 
and a 2021 second round draft pick, so no draft picks for the Timberwolves next year, in exchange for one of their players, Mari Spellman, Jacob Evans, the third, and some random dude named D'Angelo Russell. <laughs> some dude that I don't know for sure what he's all about, but I guess he's pretty solid. So I guess he's been doing an all-star. But yes, D'Angelo Russell, player I've waited for since the offseason. Jade, where does this take my Timberwolves? We can get on my pick, but that would take forever. Jade, what's your take <laughs> as as the NBA fan that doesn't follow the Timberwolves because no one does? From, <laughs> from a fan, what do you see with that? Who won the trade? Honestly, this is a trade that I think both teams won. Um, Minnesota's getting that leadership in D'Angelo Russell that they've needed, that they kept trying to get out of Wiggins and Cat. And Ice in the veins. Not everybody's, not everyone's like that. And Wiggins and Cat are not. Cat definitely has found an extra bit of a something this season that I've been really enjoying seeing. Um. But he's not going to be the alpha guy on a team. And Russell can do that. Like, he's ready to do it right now. He has been doing it. He carried and the he's a guard. Team. Like, he's the perfect position to, to fill in that hole that Minnesota's had. And then on the other side, w- Golden State is a perfect place for a player like Wiggins, who can put up the points, knows how to play his own game, but is just never going to be the leader on the floor. Golden State's perfect for him. Right. Penny, would you say then Wiggins fills, say, a Harrison Barnes uh, piece? Would that is that going to help out? Will Wiggins shine as that kind of piece, like a fourth or third or fourth option? Yeah, yeah, he's definitely going to be a third or fourth option with the Warriors. He's definitely going to play better with the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he probably and felt I think he's he probably the kind felt of first. Go ahead. Yeah, he probably felt that pressure to be like yeah. a leader. And that's just not him. So with the Warriors, he's just going to cruise, you know, get points, get rebounds, do whatever he has to do. And I think in that system, if, you know, next next season everyone's back, say Clay's out or Steph's out, I think he's the kind of player that could step into that number two spot for a few games here and there because he knows it's not going to be permanent. He's not going to feel, like Penny said, that pressure. So he'll be able to step up when needed, knowing that he's going to get to go back to being, you know, regular Wiggins when those guys get back. Mm -hmm. So, yep, Uh, I'd have to agree. Both teams winning with it. But I think we got a a position or a piece that mattered more to us for the Timberwolves, I think. Um, But, yeah, I think I agree with you guys. Penny, actually, actually, Penny, do you think, did you, um, yeah, I already asked you. <laughs> With the Wolves? Thinking? Well, they gained, uh, they got JJ from the Heat, so I know he's going to help the Wolves. Yeah. He scores, he rebounds, he plays defense, so you got he, a good one there. This, mm-hmm. Since we only have the one point guard, he's also played a point forward position now for us, and it's it's been, these past few games, it's worked out very well. Yeah, yeah, he played that position in Toronto too, and yeah. I mean, heads up, he will have some bonehead moments that you'll be like, JJ, yeah, yeah, what are you doing? Those are coming. Be okay, that's what you guys both had him, so you guys know best with him. Yeah, well, yeah, we he's love, like, we love JJ. Yep. 
one thing that made me real happy, I heard a press conference, and he said, I've been on rebuilding teams. I've been on teams that were about to blow up. I've been on really good teams. I know how to I know how to work a system and I'm ready to be there. And I was like, "Oh my gosh. This is a guy that's on board with the system and he doesn't even know it yet." Yep. I'm on yeah, board. He's with that. he's a solid personality for a locker room on top of being pretty good on the court. He's yeah. he's a good guy to have around. He's also a good uh he's a good um protector. Mm. He's got that. He's got that mixed martial arts record and that kickboxing record. It's also, I think, a second-degree black belt. Yep. So Ooh, nice. You don't mess with him. Don't, don't mess with JJ. <laughs> it will not go well. Nope. He's super tall. I met him in person. Did you? One of the, yeah, one of the heat events. I think it was two years ago. Really nice person. Super tall. Nice. Yeah. So, since he are losing James Johnson, so you guys are also losing... Or trading away Justice Winslow Penny. How oh. do you feel about that part? I'm still crying. <laughs> oh man, we lost a good one. Winslow was such a good player overall, good player. He will score, he will go on defense, he will steal, he will do everything. We lost a good one. But you also get Jay Crowder from Memphis. Do you like that? Oh no, no, I still you don't miss Winslow. Jay Crowder. No. Nah. Oh, no. I'm still hurt. I'm still hurt with the. He's with got. He's got the grit, though. I don't know. Winslow was. I think he's because he's younger, so he was better, in my opinion. That, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. I was wondering, Penny, how you would have felt if that other trade they were trying to do went through to get um, Gallinari. Oh, I haven't heard it's, anything about that. Hendrick Nunn was on the block when they were trying to get that trade done and they didn't get it to go through. Yes. I'm so happy about that. <laughs> we can lose none. No way. Yeah. That's what I thought too. If that had gone through, I think that would have been a mistake. I wouldn't think they would have traded Winslow. I was thinking the dragon, uh, KO and somebody else they would have traded instead of Winslow. Yeah. I'm quite surprised with that considering yeah. you're right. I totally forgot you guys had Drogic. How's he been doing this year? He's been doing good. He's just been in. He's been injured. Oh. Like like that thing probably the past two years. So he's been on and off for the past two oh, or three okay. years. Yeah. So I've always been a fan of him. I've always seen him be kind of like a smooth playing player. Yeah. So when I saw him getting All Star last year, I was like, good for him. Yep. Okay, back to, okay, another trade, super random one, I think. Uh, Pistons trade Drummond for, to the Cavs for Brandon Knight, John Henson, and a 2023 second round pick. Oh, Penny, what <laughs> is this all about? Uh, is there a rhyme or reason to this? There, well... Well, Drummond's going to help, definitely. But they're not going to... The Cavs are not going to do anything. Regardless if they got Drummond. Nothing's going to happen to them now or in the next two years. Why do you think the trade went down? Like, 
this seems a very random situation because both those teams are kind of trying to find identity. Right. Pistons now just have old and injured Derrick Rose and Blake Griffin, whom one of them's not even playing right now. Probably nobody else wanted Drummond. Well, he wanted, he didn't want to be in Detroit, so that made sense. But probably nobody else wanted Drummond, so the Cavs got him. That's the only only thing I could think of. Jade, what do you what do you think how it's going to work with? Kevin Love and Drummond together, since those are the now the two stars there. Do you think that can form something? No, no. Cleveland is still in its post-LeBron desert, <laughs> right? You so know what happens every single when year. LeBron they goes to teams. You know what happens when LeBron goes to teams and win championships. Miami is only I now know that. Relevant. I know that. <laughs> right. Yeah. So Cleveland is a few years out from anything because LeBron, yeah, he's going to bring you rings, but he's going to leave disaster behind him. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's what happens when, you, when you're that great and everyone goes all in on you. And then yep. when you leave, you're like, peace. I'm yep. not giving you anything to build around. So, like, yeah, the Cleveland is, they need to, I hate the word tank, but, I mean, they need to tank and get some picks. Yep. Yeah. Sadly, this is a very weak draft. It is. There's no there's no franchise makers in this draft. And that's why I wish we would have traded this year. Tim Rolls would have traded this year's pick instead mm. of next year's pick, but we it's protected for us, so it could be fourth overall, which I'd be cool with. Oh, um, they they won yesterday, so No, they, beat, they, they fell they beat the they beat the Hawks. Oh, that's right. You're right. Wow. Wow. Okay. But I mean, it's the Hawks. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> but for the Tim, they're better. They're a little bit better than the Cavs, but okay. they won. I mean, Hawks are at least a playoff contender still. What are they? The ninth seed. Are we talking about the same team? The 15 and 41, 14th place Hawks. Oh, I thought they were doing better than that. See, no. that shows. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. They're a little bit better than the Cavs, but they they're they're rec- like they're both thirty-two games back right now. The Hawks yeah. are fifteen and forty-one. The Cavaliers are fourteen and forty. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I thought I thought since Trey Young made the All Star team, I thought maybe that was because he was doing better. The team was doing better, but. Oh, shows how much I pay attention to uh, Atlanta. A little embarrassing there. <laughs> no, but it's the same thing I was saying. Like he should. I don't think he should be in the All Star game. Because uh, of his Brad, team. Because of his gonna, team. Or? Yeah, if you're gonna leave Booker out, and that's because of record. Because Booker's also having a phenomenal season individually. Mm-hmm. Right. Then Bradley Beal should have gotten in. At least his team is in playoff contention. Yeah. Well, yeah, they... that goes down to fan voting because that's how Trey Young got there. Should they change how they do the fan voting situation um, then, Jade? Um, yeah, 100%. I mean, Alice Caruso and Taco Fall were six. That kind of says it all. That frustrated me. That frustrated me. It's like putting in Harambe <laughs> and being like, yes. That'll <laughs> but... 
Yeah. So also another trade. Yes, swing back to that part of what we are doing today. Um, Marcus Morris going to the Clippers um, w- along with Isaiah Thomas. Wizards get Clippers guard Jerome Robinson, and the Knicks is going to get Mo Harkless in the 2020 first round pick from the Clippers. Clipper, uh, Clippers are going to supposedly wave Thomas. Penny. Mm-hmm. Who's the winner of this trade? I would say they're about the same. Everyone's about the same with it. Yeah. No big serious movement with anything. No. Well, when Morris is a solid player, but I don't think he's going to help him. Is he going to give much? a boost? I would say a little bit of boost, but not huge. Like he's going to make a big impact on the team. Yeah, I guess they're getting rid of players and Jerome Robinson and Harkless, which no, like, I mean, they're in the NBA still, but that's not, you're not giving away too much. Some back and yeah. bench players. I, I still think the Clippers are not, they're not going to go to the finals. Ouch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ouch. I'm sticking to my, to my story. Okay. Let's see where we're at a couple months from now when you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Prove me wrong. That's wild. <laughs> Prove me wrong, Clippers. But I, I still doubt it. You know what the, the thing is? So two things. I want to talk about Marcus Morris again for a second because I would have liked to be a fly on the wall in San Antonio when this trade happened. Oh, I forgot there was that thing. Right? So Morris, according to Popovich, they had an agreement, verbal agreement, that he would go play in San Antonio for two years and $20 million. He decided to sign in New York for one year and $15 million because it was closer to home for his family. And now he's on the other coast anyways. But Morris couldn't control this, though, because it was a trade. Right. So... But it's kind of like, I don't know, I feel like if I was Popovich, I'd be, be going like, well... You ended up out here anyways, and you might have ended up with a team that wasn't going to ship you off in the first chance they got. True. I think I think Morris would be much more effective or more important in the San Antonio system than with the Clippers. San Antonio's yeah. just missing one little piece. Mm-hmm. They're having a so-so season. Oh. And then for the Clippers, to Penny's point, I can't... I, can't rule out the Clippers from the finals because Kawhi Leonard plays for the postseason. Yep. He he hasn't like he's in I he's idling right now. He hasn't even got into gear yet. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, like you can't put anything past that guy. Yeah, he pretty much yeah, he's top dog once he gets to the playoffs. That's what matters for him. All that load management. Well, and he has to manage it that way, right? He knows how much he can get out of his body when he's putting it all out there right now. True. And why would you do that in the regular season if you know your team's going to be in the playoffs? All you got to do is get there. All you got to do is get in there between one and eight. Yeah, I guess that's very true. Very true with that. When you know your team's already going to win, why risk too much? 
So, but Jade, mm. Isaiah Thomas, since he's going to get waived, I feel bad for that man. Is he going to get picked up? I would be surprised if he did. Do you think he's ever <laughs> going to play again? Um, I would be surprised if he did. <laughs> I just, I can't think of anybody that would need him at this point. Like, he's been injured so much. And once that kind of starts, that that's kind of a, a rock that keeps rolling downhill. Um, if he can get healthy... I guess maybe, but I don't, I just don't see that happening. Yeah, I don't see it happening either. I don't think he's going to get picked up by anybody. Do you think, Penny, do you think this is the end of Isaiah Thomas's career? Most sadly, most definitely. Yeah, this is the end. The, the beginning of the end. The hip injury that he has, I remember, um, it was the... Timberwolves had a player, Johnny Flynn, started off really solid for us. It was the year of the Steph Curry draft. And then his sophomore season, he got the same hip injury. Two years later, he was out of the league completely. Yeah. So when I heard Isaiah Thomas had that hip injury, I was like, oh, no. (laughs) And then he ended up in Cleveland, and I was like, oh, no. And then I don't LeBron know what, blew as the soon team. as I heard about that Cleveland trade, I'm like, there's no way, there's no way LeBron James puts up with Isaiah Thomas's attitude. The moment I heard about it, and then how long was it till he was traded? Well, I mean, considering he traded away half the team by I think January latest with things, because they got rid of Chris Paul, not Chris Paul, ha, huh, Dwayne Wade. They got rid of uh, Derrick Rose. Um, couple other players they pretty much you hauled their team right out yeah but that that's a trade that was that's a whole other issue with that one but maybe so I, maybe it, it maybe it will go to the big three big three there i was thinking go. or maybe it goes to china maybe yeah one think, of those two options yeah i think i agree i think those are the two the options that make the most sense i i don't see like there's there's too many talented guards around, and now that more and more of the NBA is getting into undrafted players, like I just don't see him being a, a first option between what's already available and what's out there undrafted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very good point. Well, say okay, Penn, you brought up a, a great idea with the big three. Um. I did uh, an article about uh, Joe Johnson's live tryout doing the big three. Mm-hmm. And that actually got him a invite to training camp. Do you think that could happen with Isaiah Thomas, Penny? Yeah, I could see it. You could see him doing the nationwide uh, tryout. Yeah. he. You know, he loves basketball. He just... He should have fun with it, and I don't see him having fun in the NBA. Nobody wants to pick him up. I, he's not going to help any team. So just might as well have fun and get paid for it. True. That's a very good point. But like with Joe Johnson, it, it's a smart way if you do want to try and have maybe one more shot at the NBA. True. Yeah. 
right? It's the option that to show teams, I can still produce, I'm healthy now, without asking them to take that risk on him by one, taking up money, and two, taking up a roster spot. Right. That's a very... I saw Joe. He's always one of my favorites. Mm. Always one of my favorites. But I was surprised uh, Joe got uh, released. Yeah, I was like, let down with that. I'm like, um, at least give him a chance. Mm-hmm. What happened? You know what it was? It came down to him and... Shoot, I can't remember his name. I think it was another undrafted rookie in Detroit. Uh-huh. And Joe Johnson mentored him during training camp. Nice. Uh-huh. And then it came down between the two of them, and Detroit went with the younger option. Oh, good. The Man, Detroit, they sign in a bunch of old players while then trying to get a bunch of young players. That's a, that's a weird team right now. Yeah, Detroit has lost its way. Yeah. That poor franchise. Actually, I've never been a big fan of them, so never mind. <laughs> See, I grew up on Detroit basketball. And even like... the 80s with the bad boys? Oh, screw the bad boys. Bill Lambeer is a basic. Is basic. <laughs> Isaiah Thomas for the Clippers, or not Clippers, the Detroit Pistons was just a fake smile and the ruler of that team. Who? Isaiah Thomas? Yeah, the original. Like, oh, the, you were yeah. so wrong about that. <laughs> Isaiah Thomas was the face of the team. Bill Ambeer ran. No, no, that. no. Yeah, that's why I said was the face of the team. But he was the head leader. Where he'd go to Bill Ambeer and he'd be like, "Punch that guy," and then Bill Ambeer, no. being the Neanderthal that he was, would go up there. And punch <laughs> God. Bill Ambeer was not a Neanderthal. He was the smartest man in a room. Oh yeah, I know. But he was still a Neanderthal at the same time. <laughs> like Neanderthal, I could not stand the man. The uh, best at the mind game thing. The best at mind games. Uh, yeah, that's what was amazing about it. See, I grew up on Detroit basketball, so I still have a soft spot. Like, I was into basketball before there was a Raptors team. And okay. I'm an hour from Windsor where I grew up. I was three hours from Toronto. So, uh, okay. I grew up on Pistons basketball. Like, I liked their finals team in the early 2000s. Yeah, that team was special. Which made me mad because Timberwolves lost to the Lakers in six, which you got which Detroit, we all know, won. Uh but I know if my Timberwolves had a won against the Lakers, we were two and zero against that Pistons team. We would have a banner. <laughs> <laughs> but lots to be said for wishful thinking. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's, that's what the Timberwolves franchise is. Wishful thinking. Wow. Wishful thinking. It's okay. I'm familiar with it. I, that was my team up until the last few years. I get it. Oh, well, at least you had, like, great players like Chris Bosh and other players to fill the void. DeMar DeRozan to fill yeah, the void. Yeah, but the, the way some of those players left, Bosh, Carter, McGrady, it was really disappointing. Yeah. Were you a fan of Chris Bosh in Toronto, or were you thinking he was another diva? Jade um I don't I had about a 10-year hiatus from basketball and Chris Chris Bosch was in that time period I really like him now oh I I like him as a as a personality like I like when he's on the broadcasts but I wasn't really paying attention when he was in Toronto so I can't really speak on that okay that makes sense Toronto I will admit Jared Jade 
is one of my side teams I like um, ever since Vince Carter. He was one of the guys that got me into basketball, so I was like, ooh, Toronto. And Chris yeah. Bosh made me continue watching them, especially with his cool dreads. His <laughs> and then, well, and then, Penny, you get to enjoy the great years of Chris Bosh then, too. What yep. the heck? <laughs> I get I the best version. Action. Yep. We Did got you... the best version of, of Chris Bosch. You got the you got the player, the third player that LeBron always wanted. Yep. You know what such, your place is on the team. He's such a good person too. Chris oh gosh, yes. That's one of the reasons why I want him to I wanted him to return, but it's the best not to. Yeah. Yeah, he's and, a cool dude. Yeah, but, and he he adapted to a new role. So oh, it took yep. a little bit of time for him to adjust, but he did it. And like, it's for the team. Whatever the team needs me, I'm there. Mm-hmm. He's also put up for a Hall of Fame nomination this year. Oh, so that that's adds awesome. to Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett, and the late, great Kobe Bryant. So best one of the best Hall of Fame classes, Jade? For sure. Definitely. Oh, that's a good class. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, when I saw that, I was like, ooh. I didn't know Chris Bosh was in it, but you just made that one even better. You got like nine titles between those four players. Yeah, it's, in- it's insane. When Kevin Garnett is the one with the least amount of titles, granted, he only <laughs> one, but still. Duncan Kobe, five. Chris Bosh, two. So there's thir- 13 right there. Yeah, he should have won more. Oh, uh, boy. Kevin, uh, Kevin Garrett. Um, oh, yeah. I was going to say, Chris Bosh, yeah, right. Come on. You guys have four <laughs> tries. <laughs> Garnett, Garnett. Okay, yeah, good. <laughs> he should have won one with the Timberwolves. Yeah. No, we wasted his talent. Okay. Um, anything else you guys want to add to the trades this year? Any other big, tra- any other trades that caught your eyes? Lots of just minor movements with things like Rockets get I can't say Kabaklo from Grizzlies. So um, Hawks get Walton Jr. from the Clippers reserve guard Derek Walton Jr. Uh, There's a trade for um, Alec Burks and Glenn Robinson the third to Philly for three second round picks. But Nothing too crazy with that. Probably more player move it to save cap. Yeah, so I think we covered the big ones. Yep, covered those ones. Okay, Penny, unless you have some final thoughts on the trades, um, we can swing it over to our fast break questions. Uh, go for it. Okay, so, so All-Star Weekend is this weekend. Um, so we're just going to do some quick fires um, on who we got takes for. So, Jade, we'll start off. Team Giannis or Team LeBron? Team Giannis all the way. Team Giannis. Penny. LeBron or Giannis? You know my answer. Team LeBron. Team LeBron. I got to go with LeBron. Granted, I know. Who's the head coach for it, Jade? Just so I can hear you chant it. Oh, uh, you mean Nick Nurse and his yeah, coaching staff? That's what I thought. <laughs> 
point for that one. That's I was really fun. happy because I thought I was gonna have to split like because because they do the draft now, right? I was mm-hmm. like really hoping that Kyle and uh, Pascal didn't end up on opposite teams. And, oh, and then both. the coaching staff. So everybody's on Team Giannis for me. So that makes my life easy. Penny, do you know what teams uh, Bam and Jimmy are on? Oh, that's a good question. Let's check. I feel like they didn't end up on the same team. I like, think they did. I think they did. did they? But I'm not, yeah. I think Bam is. Yeah, on. they they both ended up in the same team. And w- which team was it? Was um, was that? Okay, I see Bam on, on Team Giannis. Oh, they're both on Team Giannis. So I guess yeah. you're going with LBJ, but they're on Team Giannis. Interesting take. Interesting take. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, okay, so we got those take. So um, then we go Ricky, uh, sophomore game. Team U.S., Team World. Penny, who you got? Team USA. Team USA. Jay, who you got? Team World. Team World. So you got Luca versus Trey, because that's pretty much the thing people are going to be paying attention to. I guess yes. then also Zion. Zion. I don't know. I would like to see the setting. I would like to see the format for that game change as well. If guys get voted into the actual All-Star game, I think there should be other spots open in the Rising Stars game. That's fair. That's a do you would okay, so take those two players out, who would you replace them with? Um oh, I have to look at the You'd have to look, break down some rookies. Okay. That's yeah. fair. That's this is just rapid fire, so um and then so now we go three point contest. Um, who do, who do you guys got? Penny, who do you got? Um, uh, the participants are Davis Bertans, Devin Booker, Devontae Graham, Joe Harris, Buddy Heald, Zach Levine, Duncan Robinson, or Trey Young. I'm going to go with Trey Young. Trey Young? Yeah. Jade, who you got? Yeah, I got to go with Trey Young, too. Although I kind of feel like the fact that there's not a Curry in the three-point contest just removes a lot of the interest for me. <laughs> yeah. it, it just, yep. I think the only thing that's really going to grab people is having uh, Young and Booker. But I got healed I mean, my dark horse. I mean, they changed up the format a little bit, too. They've added a Mountain Dew zone where... So there's two racks between the wings and the top of the key. Yep. And the balls are worth more, which is... I don't know. I'm pretty indifferent to that. They, there's too much changing of it. I feel yeah. like three-point contests, just five balls, the last one's a money ball, and there you go. It's longer, too. They have longer uh, time period to shoot. I see 70 seconds now. Yeah. Huh. That's odd. Well, oh well. I mean, still going to be fun. Uh, hopefully, it's still going to be fun to watch with it all. Um so then, then we will go to dunk contest. Um, actually, we'll do Taco Bell. We'll save the dunk contest last. So Taco Bell skills challenge. So there is Bam. 
and then mm-hmm. Patrick Beverly, Spencer Dinwiddie, uh, Shai Gil- Gil- Gilgis Alexander. Gosh, I can never say that one. Uh, Chris Middleton, DeMontis Sabonis, Pascal, and Jason Tatum. Jade, who you got? I got to go with my Canadian Shai Gilgis Alexander. Okay. okay. I was thought you were going to go with Pascal with this one. I really wanted to. And it, I, I was torn, I'm not going to lie. But uh, I think um, I think Shai's better, a little bit better ball handler than Pascal is. Mm-hmm. Penny, who do you got? Uh, let me see. It's between Bam and Jason. Let's see if Jason can win it again, back to back. I was going to say, he's defending champ with it all. Yep. yep. So between Jason and Bam. Jason and Bam, okay. Yep. Uh, I'm going to do Dark Horse again. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie with it all. Just because of his passing ability. Okay. And then, so, the one that hopefully everyone will be, it'll be interesting. Dunk Contest has Pat Connington from Milwaukee, Aaron Gordon, Dwight Howard, and Derek Jones Jr. from Miami. Penny, who do you got? Do you got that? You know my answer, Airplane Derek uh, Jones Jr. Okay, that's what I was going to say. Is that freaking freaking nature going to be able to make it? Yep. Winning it? Okay. Uh, Jade, who do you got? I have to go with Aaron Gordon because I will always say he was robbed in Toronto in 2016. He should have won. Zach Levine should not have won that year. And also, what's Zach Levine doing in the three-point contest instead of matching up against Eric Gordon, Aaron Gordon again? They should switch out Pat Connington and yep. put in Zach Levine. I agree with that. He's that scared. rematch would be epic. That was the best, top three best dunk contests of all time. And when it comes to battle between players, I think that's top two. Just be a Jordan mm. and Dominique. Uh, and those two. I think that's the best yeah, rivalry. I thought I thought for sure just for creativity alone, but the fact that, that he was that creative and still landed like still did the dunks, I thought Aaron Gordon should have won. That's fair. Zach Levine just started doing too many free throw line dunks and I was just like, I get it. You can do it. I'd never right. be able to do it. But <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, oh, you one trick pony with it. And I think that's sad where I'm judging a person that can jump 15, 16 feet away from the hoop and still dunk. And <laughs> I can barely hit backboard. So I could barely hit the net because I'm so short. <laughs> but I barely I felt hit it. the same way, though. Like, I appreciated Aaron Gordon's creativity because the athleticism, it was a different kind of athleticism. But it still required athleticism to be able to accomplish that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to have to go Derek Jones Jr. Airplane 2. Yep. That's he's, just a monster. he's just a monster. That he's just go- he goes so high. It's incredible. He hits a new level with heights. Yeah. Okay. Well, so... Broke down, trade deadline, did our quick fast break questions on the All-Star game. Anything, any final thoughts, you guys, before we sign off for the week? Anything on the trades or All-Star going into it? Jade? I'm good. You're good with it? 
Penny, you got some. You see, you got one other hot take. Yep. You know, Iggy's gonna win another ring, right? He's not gonna. He's <laughs> not gonna win a ring. He but is. He is. On that note, off of that absurd note, I think we're gonna sign <laughs> off this week, folks. Um, follow us on Twitter, Instagram. Um, follow Belly Up while you're at it too. Their Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that social media stuff. Also check out other Belly Up podcasts, just as great as ours. So make sure to subscribe, like us, follow us. And finally, we'll just give a peace out. See you guys later. (laughs) 